Welcome to Conversations with My Grandmother, the podcast. Yes, and welcome to Conversations with My Grandmother, the podcast. My name is Pumele Lindlovu and I am your host. We are on the penultimate episode of the series and I really think that all of you should accept the fact that I'm going to start this podcast by saying how surreal all of this is. It's crazy to me that we are here. It's crazy to me that this is happening. And it's crazy to me that you're listening. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for reading. If you haven't yet, please do the right thing. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me and really sitting down and and drinking from the well of experience and knowledge that is my grandmother. I appreciate your ears, your eyes and your attention really thank you so much for all the engagement that the series has been getting all the comments even though i reply a bit late but i promise i'm gonna reply (laughs) thank you so much for the engagement thank you for sharing um some of the craziest things that have happened are friends showing me screenshots of statuses from people they know that they know i don't know like for instance my friend said Friend, this is my cousin who lives in a village in KZN. I know for a fact this cousin of mine does not know you, but here you are on their WhatsApp status. And even um, another friend was like, OMG, I went to school with this girl and she's posted your video, your, your little snippet that you posted on TikTok. It's totally insane to me that people are receiving this the way that they are. And it's all thanks to you guys who share the content, who... Um, engage with the content so thank you so so much let's just get straight into today's episode today's episode is titled why i went back to church now in episode six of the series you see my grandmother my uncle and i going to church before that service i had not been in church for church purposes in years i'd only attend church when there are funerals or not even for baptisms i don't think i'd been to a church for a baptism or a confirmation or anything like that it was really just for funerals and i think every funeral i went to i left feeling obviously sad because it's a funeral but feeling so happy to have been in the house of the lord i literally left feeling so fulfilled and just had that feeling that you get when you go to church. My grandmother has always wanted us to go back to church. I mean, a lot of us are church dropouts. The only people who go to church are my mom and her youngest, her younger sister. Um, they are the two people who are consistent with church, them and my grandmother. The rest of us are church dropouts. Well, I'm a former church dropout. I'm back in the house of the Lord. But the rest of us were were church dropouts and my grandmother was really passionate about us going back to the church and so when I went to visit her and when we were shooting conversations I knew for a fact that I needed to pack a church dress because there's no ways I'm going to be at her house on a Sunday and not go to church and so we went to church and we had the service and we recorded conversations later that evening actually we uh, we recorded episode six later that evening and one of the questions I asked her was why is it important for you that we go back to church 
And she said to me, because there is something for you at church. There is always something for you at church. And I totally agree. Whether you find it in a hymn, in a song, in a sermon, in a hug from someone you go to church with, there is something for you at church. She said, when you're dealing with certain difficulties, you'll find that the sermon might be speaking to you. But if you're not in the church, if you're out there in the streets, you might find yourself dealing with that problem in a negative way. And that's exactly what happened to me when we went to church that Sunday morning. Um, the sermon that the, the pastor gave, which is shared on the episode, so do check out episode six if you haven't yet. The sermon that the pastor gave really spoke to where I was. I really was feeling so lost during that time. I was so emotionally overwhelmed. There was so much going on in my life. I mean, I was not happy where I was working. And there were many other aspects of my life that were out of balance. And when I went to church and listened to the sermon, I felt seen and I felt safe in God. I felt that God was going to be there to carry me through this time and carry me to the other side where I would make it out okay. I grew up in the church. I was baptized in one church as a baby and my mother subsequently moved to the church that we are at now and I grew up in that church. I was in Sunday school, I was in youth, I was an altar server, I was very active. I was a very active child, Gemna, even in school, anywhere where I was, I really made my presence known because I was very active and I think that growing up in the church, it really became a routine. I don't think that I totally understood faith or God or religion. I just went there to do what is done at the church. I go to an Anglican church and Anglican churches, much like Catholic churches, are very routine. You go to church, you say the same prayers, you chant the same chants. The order of the service stays the same regardless. And even though I hadn't been to church in so many years, when I first went back to church, that very first time I went back to church, I knew the service off by heart because that's the nature of an Anglican church service. And I think that was one of the reasons why I stopped going to church because I was like, well, I'm, I'm saying all these prayers. I'm saying the same prayer. I'm saying like it's the same thing. Why am I coming here? Why, why am I coming here? And so when I was in varsity, I, I tried to go to church. I even would go to SCO. I don't even know. I think it's Student Christian Organization or something like that. I don't know what it stands for. I'm so sorry. I I tried to join SEO. I even was part of a gospel choir. That was really one of my best times on like called Voice of Glory. So much fun. And I mean, I still sing some Voice of Glory songs now that I'm back in the house. Um, and so I really did try to 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 keep going with my with my church going or with my relationship with God even after I left home and I went to university but whenever I'd come back home and would go to church I just felt out of out of place like I just felt out of place I didn't get why I was here again goes back to the whole routine thing I didn't get why I was here saying the same prayers chanting the same chants what's the point and the worst thing for me was the length of the service. One thing about our church service is really long. And for somebody who isn't engaged, for somebody who isn't understanding why they're here, for somebody who isn't getting anything from this, that can be very annoying. So I was just like, no ways, I'm not doing this. 
and this was prior to 2020 2020 happened and my life literally goes to shambles i lost everything i was retrenched from work i lost one of my closest friends in the worst way i lost my long-term boyfriend who i thought was the love of my life and really the only thing that matters and ndabak was zero i was literally at zero i had nothing and it is during that time that i really saw god i didn't miss a single car payment i had a car at the time and i didn't miss a single car payment i had everything that i needed Yes, I wasn't working. That's when I started getting the idea for all of these series that I am putting out or that I'm working on now. That's really where the seed was planted. And I remember I got a job in October. I was to start in November. And I remember being so excited about starting work because I hadn't worked in nine months. And I was very happy to be starting work. I was happy about the package they were offering me i was just so happy like everything was perfect again like it was a, such a great opportunity and i thought oh my goodness i actually need to have petrol money for the first month at this job like how am i going to drive to midrand for a month i, I don't even have money for petrol and if what I'm about to tell you next didn't happen to me, I don't think I would believe it. But the Friday before the Monday I was supposed to start, there was a deposit into my account of around 5,000 rands. And I had been applying for UIF for unemployed um, benefits. And I thought, okay, this is my UIF money. And I remember I even emailed the lady from UIF that I was dealing with to say, thank you so much. I got the money. Um... It's going to be so helpful. And she said, what are you talking about? I said, ma'am, <laughs> you guys sent me 5K. She said, no, we didn't. And to this day, I don't know where that money came from. But that money sustained me through my first month of work. With that money, I was able to go do my hair so I can look presentable when I started my job. During that time, I really saw, I saw God's provision. I saw God's restoration. And really, Matthew 6 verse 26 really came to life. It reads, Look at the birds. They do not plant, nor harvest, nor store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? I saw God during that time of my life. I saw how valuable I am to God, how important I am to God. And I think during that time started my journey back to God. It's only three years later that I fully went back to church and I think it's because before that time, I was really starting my journey of getting to know God on a personal level. Getting to know God outside of the prayers and the chants that we repeatedly say at church. Getting to know God beyond our Father who art in heaven that I have memorized and can say at 3am without any understanding of what I am saying. Building a personal relationship with God where... I don't feel judged, but I feel encouraged to move in a certain way. One where God is my friend, God is my refuge, God is my father, God's love carries me. I have realized that the older you get, the more you realize that you cannot live without God. Because the more you live, the more situations arise that are going to need you to have a power that is bigger than you. 
to have someone that you can rely on that is bigger than you. When I think about how people talk about God as this fairy tale character or sky daddy, they call him sometimes. I, I, I chuckle a little bit. I chuckle a little bit because it's like, I don't want to say it's valid, but like Loki in Diagova, like Loki, I hear what you're saying because it might seem fictional when you hear about the things that God can do, but it only takes one miracle in your own life for you to see how real God is. And I wanted to go back into the house of the Lord where I could receive all of that on a weekly basis. I didn't want to just receive God when things are shaking in my life or when things are bright in my life. I wanted to journey with God every single day. And I think one of the best ways to keep that going or keep that fire burning is by going to church. Another thing that I really enjoyed about going back to church is the community. I remember when I first went back to church, how excited everyone was to see me. Everyone was so excited to see me. Everyone was hugging me. And that continued for about four or five weeks because there are people who weren't at church during that first Sunday or that second Sunday. They see me on the third Sunday. It was so lovely to reconnect with my community and to see how loved I am in the house of the Lord, to see how welcome I am in the house of the Lord. It was really giving the prodigal son it was really giving the prodigal son and and the father slaughtering the fattest cow even though the son had squandered all of um the stuff that the father had given him and left the home and ran away and been a weirdo when he returned his father slaughtered the fattest cow to celebrate his return and that's how i felt like it really felt like jesus knowing all of his sheep one by one and being so excited when that one sheep that had gone missing comes back, even though he has a flock of thousands, he's still excited about that one sheep. And really that community and that sense of community is really one of the things that made me want to go back and stay in the church. Since coming back, I have really gotten to a place where I'm learning to understand or make sense of certain things. There are certain things and situations in life that you face where there is no logical explanation or there is no logical way of dealing with them or there is no logical way of processing them. Being able to give these things to God has been a game changer. I think I am more emotionally healed and I've realized that there are certain things that are bigger than me because there's this force, because there's this energy, because there's this person that is bigger than me. Situations that are bigger than me belong to him. I just give those situations to him and he handles them as he sees fit. I feel like I'm finding myself in God again. I am defining who I am and I'm defining the moves that I make based on who God says I am because that's really the only opinion of who I am that matters this is not a, a a podcast that wants to tell you to go back to church if you don't want to or if you're not ready to but i'm just here to tell you that god is real god heals and one of the best places to find him is in his house thank you so much for listening to this podcast i hope you really enjoyed it please do remember to watch conversations with my grandmother the series on youtube and read conversations with my grandmother the blog I will catch up with you on the next and final episode of Conversations with My Grandmother, the podcast. Please do remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Until next time, I don't know what to say here. <laughs>
God be with you.